two out of three ain't bad and two out of three yanks are back to drop one last pod in 2020 we're looking forward to 2021 what do you mean <laughs> yeah. to, to podcast or oh podcast? yeah you yeah, kind i suppose kinda. if we have to <laughs> I mean, you should be ready. Liverpool's top of the table for what the uh, third year in a row at the end of the year. Yeah, but not the same as the last year, family. <laughs> Why not? We'll we'll start there because the match just ended and it's fresh in your mind. So go ahead. Um. Uh, it was just—it's <laughs> beyond me at this point. It's it's aggravating because you watch them and it's just. I don't know. They have, like, there's no creativity in the midfield at all right now. And mm-hmm. this team, some, the weekend screams for it. So you could tell, like, something needed to change. Like, even when Ox came on for Jones at the weekend, it was like, you could tell, like, he just brings something different. Like, and I like Curtis Jones a lot, but he's young. And, like, he's at the point right now, I feel like he needs to take that step back and he needs to be the guy to come off the bench. He needs to watch some of these guys. And this game today just screamed for a change completely. Completely screamed for a change. Who is he going to come off the bench for? I I, um, I have no idea, to be honest. Who's starting over him? I would do... Who's starting over... What do you mean, who's starting over Curtis Jones? Yeah. Well, I feel like today, okay, starting him is okay. That mm-hmm. way, I'm, I'm all right with that part. But it was just, you played 45 minutes. You could tell it was just a mess. Mm-hmm. Wijnaldum should have came on. Ox should have came on. Someone needed to come on. And he just, I feel like, that's why I said to you in the text, I was like, this two points dropped is completely on Jurgen Klopp. And it's because the game needed a change, and he, he waited way too long to bring Wijnaldum on. And then Wijnaldum comes on. And it still needed something different. Like, you could tell. Like, it wasn't a Wijnaldum. You needed a Thiago. You needed uh, an Ox. And I feel like just, um, you need, like, it couldn't go as long as it did. As, like, I, I understand, like, Thiago couldn't come on because just coming back from injury probably couldn't play that many minutes. But it was mm-hmm. just screaming for something. And I think, like, the first sub I felt like should have been Ox instead of Wijnaldum. Because Genie's another guy, too, that needs a goddamn break. Like, he, today, that's why he didn't start. More for the fact that Genie's been the guy who's played every game. He, needs, he needed to rest his legs a little. I feel, and this game just screamed for an offensive, more of an offensive type of guy like a, an Ox. And it just, I don't know. It was just. It showed, like, like if Thiago stays healthy the rest of the year, I really think this team could win the league. But it's just, it doesn't have the same feeling as other years where, like, they're not getting the last-minute winner and they're not able to break down these teams right now that are just pegging them back and just sitting back. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, it looks like the game needed a different option and, like, for some reason he's so hesitant to go with other guys. Well, I mean, I think everyone needs a break right now. But tough. I think everyone needs a break. Yeah, it's just well too many matches. Like I, I love it, but at the same time, I hate it. Like if I was a player, I'd probably love it up to a point. But 
like you you just start getting tired and you see it all over. Well, yeah, like the whole five sub thing could have been could have been helpful to like a team like Liverpool, especially today, because then maybe it would have given more options. But it's just like at the same point, like I, I take this back. Since we've had this argument, like about like Klopp, Klopp is one of the guys who's been more outspoken about the five subs. Mm-hmm. He went on a game where he didn't make an entire sub for an entire game. Then he went at the weekend and he didn't use all three. And then today he used his third sub in the 92nd minute. And it's just like you're, you want these five subs, but you're not even using three in a game. Like, and I, that's the part that I don't get. A lot of people are calling him a crybaby. And, and I, I get and it. I can't, I can't but... argue it at this point either because no. – he is. He's complaining a lot about this stuff, but it's just like today it was just I feel like it was on you, though. Like you you clearly anybody could tell. And I don't want to be against a guy who's coming off of winning the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love Jurgen Klopp. But today it was just so blatantly obvious when you watch their game that they needed an injection of offense in that midfield. They needed some creativity because it was just so stagnant. And Curtis Jones was on a great run of form, but the last two games, he, he was horrible at the weekend. And today, he was just, he was poor again. Mm-hmm. He needed to come off. And it was very <laughs> obvious. James Milner is an old man, and he's a <laughs> great player. Like, I love James Milner, but it was just one of those games that this was not a Milner game to be out there. When a team is sitting Question. back and, and, and uh, 10 guys behind the ball, James Milner is not the guy in the midfield. How old is James Milner? What is he, 34, 35? Uh, he's 34. He's going to turn 35 in a few days. Yeah. So I just, in uh, my God. What? I was going to say, in a few years, I forgot how old you are. You're an old <laughs> man then. You yeah. are an old man. Yeah, I'm older than James Miller. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to remind you what you're his age, but never no. mind. No, but James Milner is a guy like, no, I, I know like what you're a game, a game against a top or a top club is a game that fits Milner more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's going to do all the dirty work. Like if if you're playing a Manchester City and they're breaking down the wing, and Milner's going to be the guy that will run all over the field, make a tackle everywhere, and then get the ball moving forward. And there's going to be more spaces behind the defense for someone else to exploit. James Miller is not the guy we need in there when the when the team is sitting ten guys behind the ball because he let's face it like he doesn't have the creativity in him anymore you know yeah, his legs are behind him but he is just he's a workaholic he's a great player but I, I he's not the guy who's going to unlock another team that's just sitting behind the ball in the twenty minute cameo that Thiago had today okay. he showed you he's that guy because Thiago picks up a ball looks up and rips a wide pass across the field on the money to a, 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 a winger, like a Trent bombing down the wing. And Diago was that guy. He, like, you just watched him in the second set he was there. The way he moves the ball so much quicker, like his mind. And it's just like, he's unaccepting of there's no option. Diago's going to rip a ball, and he's going to create an option for someone else. And he's going to force them into an attack. And that's what it, like, he's the guy that we need against a bad team like this. But, well, first of all, he could play against <laughs> any team in the world. He's the... In the, t- in the two games or, or so that I've seen him play, he's clearly the best midfielder on Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, I, and I don't want to diminish anybody else, obviously, in this one. 
because Fabinho is fantastic, but like a midfield with like a Thiago and Fabinho, like that would have me drooling because I don't think the team would be able to break them down. <laughs> <laughs> but like for right now, Thiago playing in that that role, like he's gonna break open a defense the way it needed to be broken down, and it was just you could see like last two games it did not work. They just no. like they there was no creativity at all in the midfield and like I love like I said love Curtis Jones but he has the attack mind of like he's going to be another one who's more suited to play against like a a top team like where there's more space when there's no space he's not a creative midfielder he's just an attacking midfielder in, in a way creativity oh, comes from a guy young. like Thiago yeah well he's, yes that, that's he's what I'm no saying James he's a baby Milner. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a bit. And Curtis Jones, like I said, I think he has a great future ahead of him. It's just for right now, there are now healthier players and the options are better where he could take a step back now. Like now it's time to, to reel Curtis in a little bit, let him watch a little bit, and then get him more games later on. But for mm-hmm. right now, like it's time to get Ox out on the field. Well, and hopefully if Thiago's I mean, You just got to rotate the entire squad. Mm-hmm. And that's my point is I feel like he was an option because everyone else, he was the option because he was playing so well and everyone else was out. But now the other guys are back and now he's playing poor. So now we got to switch it back the other way and we have to reel him in a little bit, put him on the bench, let him be an impact off the bench if we need an attacking mind. But when we need a creative mind, we need a guy like a, a Thiago out there or we need, I think, honestly, I don't think Ox is super creative, but I thought like, he he added a lot a different dimension at the weekend than Curtis did, and he, it showed me that he may be more of a creative option than Curtis. Oh my God, you're done! I can't go on anymore. <laughs> it's just like I'm I'm aggravated. I was, was going to let you go as long as you wanted. No, like I like I, <laughs> I feel like this year. Just watching it, I'm just discouraged, and I'm a constant pessimist being a Jets fan, but <laughs> I just feel like the way things are going right now, it looks like this is a year that it's going to go to one of the Manchester clubs. I just have a, a weird feeling. Like I could see United winning the league because they, they have like this dumb luck for some reason. A deflected fucking goal in the 92nd minute like, of a mm-hmm. game. Like, give me, like, they have dumb luck. They get bullshit VAR calls that go for well, them. Well, Sir Alex was in the stand. Exactly. Say so there you go. Or it's just like, or City, their class is just going to eventually come out and City will jump and win the league. It's going to be something like that. But I just have a feeling like this is a year not for Liverpool with all the injuries. Like, because I could say, like, oh, if they stay healthy now and get guys back, but like, it's just a matter of time before the next guy goes down, I feel like. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is a year for Liverpool. I think it's going to be one of the Manchester clubs that takes it right now. Well, if you're talking about City, they are in eighth place but they're I, also I, playing I the best football that they've been playing all year they have 26 points chelsea are in sixth place with 26 mm-hmm. and villa are in fifth place with 26 so fifth yeah. place down to ninth they all have 26 points the only thing separating them is a few goals well, the other thing, too, is City is also two games behind Liverpool right now. So if City win their two mm-hmm. games in hand, they're a point out of first place. All right. And then United, a game in hand, if they win, they're on their level with Liverpool. You know, I mean, like this looking, table, at, looking at the table, it reminds me of uh, MLS. Because 
I don't know if it's still like this, but at least a few years ago, there were some teams that have played like 20 games and other teams that played 12. Yeah. Like how can you look at the table and be like, oh, well, this team is obviously the best. You can't do that. And, I mean, you still have two teams with two games in hand and then a whole bunch with one. Sure. And I, that- looking at the, the upcoming fixtures, we have uh, match day 17, which if all the teams play, uh, we have no idea if they're all going to play because we had two games get canceled for match day 16. That's coming up uh, the 1st through the 4th. I don't know why they're, they're doing that. I got, it's turned into like uh, the NFL. Yeah. Like Thursday it, night like... and then Saturday and Sunday, Monday. Like, which, no, is, which is cool for right now because it, there's a lot of – like, you know, you, you always have something to watch. But I, I, I think like later on in the year it will turn into, you know, weekends and Mondays uh, and maybe Fridays. Maybe. But then match day 18 is split up. So you well, have games on the 12th and 13th, and then one on the 14th. And then the, the rest of the fixtures for 18 are played on January 19th, 20th, and 21st. And you also have match day 19 shoved in between from the 15th to the 18th. Yeah, I think it may have been a COVID type of thing or yeah. like delays and stuff like so like, obviously this year the schedule is going to be all jacked up because thing like there's going to be and we have a couple of games this weekend that got one well, this week this weekend this week that got uh delayed because of covid issues mm-hmm. i don't think the league will get shut down like a lot of people keep saying no, and i don't think it do should it. be i don't i honestly don't think it should be i think that these teams have implemented the protocols very properly like I think matters were way worse back when the league started up. You know what I mean? Like when it started up last year, mm-hmm. I think everything was a lot worse to me behind yeah. you. It's making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, know, I, I, you know why they're not going to stop the league, right? Why? Mm-hmm. That's why. Right there. Well, it is. It's big money, but it's also the fact that, like, it is a – it's a virus. It's going around. Like, there's no stopping it because, like, like you said, like these guys. But aside from them, I guarantee you, all the parameters in place by these clubs are perfect and well, not perfect, but like near flawless. Mm-hmm. But these clubs aren't gonna babysit these guys. Like these, these are human beings. Like they're gonna go home. They're gonna go to their family. They're gonna go to the grocery store. They're gonna go get gas. They can't prevent themselves getting. I think it, you no mean petrol. Well, petrol, yeah, petrol over there. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, but they're gonna go live their lives. They're normal. They're gonna go life. to Nando's. Yeah, in their in their <laughs> normal life, they're gonna get some fish and chips. They're gonna do that thing. <laughs> but like, they're gonna go to church or mosque or whatever they whatever they celebrate. They're gonna go do live their lives. It's just a matter of like, you got to hope that they're gonna be smart about it. But there's gonna be the only it's gonna take is that one guy who, who's dumb. Who does? Who goes for a night out? Has a Jesse's not here. Yeah, yeah, but has a couple of drinks, <laughs> and then comes back to the the training club and the club and has no symptoms, but then ends up being symptomatic a, a couple of days later. But he's already spread it to five, six guys on the team at that point, mm-hmm. and that's all it's going to take is that one guy who doesn't want to act like a professional. 
Because if in order for this to work, it's going to take these guys just being professional, not just in the club, but going home and in their home lives. And if they want to do that, which they've done for the most part, if you like, think about it, like, oh yeah, there's yeah. going to be people that are going to get it without, with pro- properly handling the situation outside of the league and, uh, and at home on their own. They're going to go do the right things, but it's just going to happen. It's a virus. Like You're not going to be able to completely spread it, even if you're doing the right things, because all that it takes, like we said, is that one guy not doing it, and mm. you're going to get it. But we're also talking about a virus here, too, that I feel like I would say 99% of the people in this league, if they got it, they would come through it completely fine. The scary part is, is the, the backroom staff. The people at the ha- people in their homes, their wives, their kids, their you elderly know. parents, or something like. And if a person like the that, two thousand gonna... fans on the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> well, if they're even, they're not there no more. <laughs> no, but, um, I miss it. Yeah, I already like. It's I miss the actual. Like, it, I I've been saying this for months. The piped in fan noise, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And but we also. Government protocols seem to be like <clears throat> ass backwards as well in this, not just that their country, but our country mm-hmm. and everywhere. Yeah. Because we talk about science, we talk about we talk science. about listening to medical we don't believe experts. In science here. Well, exactly. that's what I mean. Like, but we talk about the listen to the experts, listen to the experts, and then the experts tell you like going to a restaurant. There's only been like a one percent uptick in spread from going to a restaurant. But the first thing we do is shut down a restaurant. So it's like, it's not getting spread at the restaurant, but we're going to shut down the restaurant. So, but do you want to listen to the people that know what they're talking about? Or do you want to just play your own game at this point and just shut down businesses? The same way, like... If you don't like anything shut down, just come to Florida. The whole time, nothing's been shut down. The only thing that's been shut down is uh, like restaurants at the very beginning. Disneyland. Disney World. Disneyland in California. I'm sorry. Disney World, yeah. The better <laughs> one. But, like, that's my point. Like The better one? Disneyland's well, better? No, Dis- the better one's in Florida, I said. Oh, okay. Are you kidding I've... me? Disneyland is garbage compared to Disney I've World. never been to Disneyland. <laughs> no, it's just boring. Have you ever I've seen I've been to it? Disney World. Of course I've you have. I've been them. to uh, was so there the with Magic you. Kingdom. I was there with you. Oh, yeah, I was Dude. there with you. Yes. What? Paul's we, wedding. Where, oh, no, you went home no, the day after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I, I flew down that for like two days. That took you to the airport. That you was did. my Disney World. <laughs> that yep. was your, that's our trip. <laughs> that was very nice. It Actually, was, I paid like 20 bucks to get an earlier flight out. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the Magic Kingdom, and I've been yeah. to Epcot. I haven't been to any of the other parks that they have. Uh... Like Animal Kingdom. The... No, I've never been to Animal Kingdom. I was at the other one now. The God damn it. Not the what is it? it it's Dressing the one that switched guy. names. Yeah, I know. I know. It was the one with the movies and shit. Like uh what's it called? The 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 hotel ride is there. What is it called? The Haunted Hotel or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, whatever. Uh, We've Tower gone on too long. Yeah, Tower of Terror, yeah, that's the one. That part, I... I've been at that one too. I have no idea. I've lived in Florida for God, was it like four and a half years now? I have no yeah. idea. <clears throat> You're not a Disney guy. I like uh, Disney. I've been to Disney, I think, three times since I got here. I only okay. paid for it one time. Good for you. <laughs> well, you, you do a favor for someone. They're like, oh, he, hey, here's some Disney tickets. I'm like, oh, thanks. I guess yeah. I'll go there. 
it's nice. Stop being such a fucking curmudgeon all the time. Yeah, I'm like, the one uh... who's supposed to be a curmudgeon. I'm the grump. <laughs> I'm the grump of this group. <clears throat> well, that's like, actually uh... Jesse more than me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> We've gone uh, way off the Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep going with it. Yeah. A guy I worked with, um, God, like three years ago, he asked mm-hmm. if I could watch his dog when he went back to England or wherever he went. Uh, I told you about him. He's from Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he lives back in uh, England now, outside of London. But he asked if I could watch his dog. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch your dog. So I watched his dog for like a week, a couple of days, whatever it was. And he's like, oh, man, I, I'll pay you. I'm like, no, dude, you're good. I'm just like <clears throat> watching your dog. He's old. He doesn't really do anything. He just lays there. I take him out a few times. He's good. He's like, oh, well, let me give you Disney tickets. But nice. they're they're only good for like a week. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. So I ended up going. It was it was a crappy day. It was raining and it was like Florida cold, so it was like seventy degrees, <laughs> and the park was still packed. Oh, of course, Disney's never not packed when it's open. Yeah. But all the it's, other parks, I haven't, I haven't been to. I haven't been to Universal, Harry Potter World, never done that. Universal's uh, cool. SeaWorld, no. Like, I, I've been to all of them when I was younger, and we would come to Florida to visit my grandma. But I just take it that you're just not an amusement park guy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. After they kicked Alex Morgan out for being drunk. Really? Fuck them. Yeah. Which one? I, was, I think it was Disney. Good, good for Disney. Don't fuck around. Get no, Disney, here, Disney doesn't bitch. put up with any of that. <laughs> you want to be a drunk whore? You go do that somewhere else. Not <laughs> Disney, bitch. Get out. Good. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Alex Morgan, segueing back into uh, actual football here. here she's go. leaving Tottenham, coming back to the U.S. Yeah. After okay. scoring two goals and, what, five appearances, and they both came off pens. Yeah. She's two for three on pens. Made a big deal about it and did nothing. Who cares? Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, it, it was good that she was playing because she gave birth a few months ago and needs to get back into into form with the Olympics coming up. But yeah, well, the, next summer, yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just drinking <laughs> drinking a beer. Yeah. Oh man, it's too early for drink, drinking beer. It's five o'clock. Hey, well, I, I just woke up like uh, an hour and a half ago. Five fifty-three. Yeah, plenty, plenty early for drinking a beer. Plenty late for drinking a beer. <laughs> well, not when you wake up like an hour and a half ago. Well, <laughs> you're just a baby. The cat's not even up yet. Look at him, lazy ass <laughs> cat. <laughs> yep. Uh, so getting getting back to the EPL. Yeah, I was going to say we... the EPL that I actually we actually care about. Cause... <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we? Yeah, well, I watched the. Uh, yeah, I can't. It is, it is an interesting year. It's a very yeah. interesting year. Wild year, yes. Uh, so we missed. Uh, Mitch. We missed two match days. Don't really want to go over all of it. I let you mm-hmm. ramble on for, for like yes, ten minutes about Liverpool. You're welcome. Well, very frustrated right now. <laughs> oh, you're frustrated. How do you think I feel? Well, I know. I know. He is segueing. <laughs> Of course. I mean, like, how could you not be right now? The, the only thing that pisses me off about Chelsea 
is the one man who I thought I'd ever be pissed off at, and that's Frank Lampard. Yeah. He's just... like It's so frustrating. It's like he's the only one that can't see it. I know we're not out there on the training pitch, and we don't know what he has going on, but looking at matches Chelsea won for like a little bit, I was blinded because they were winning. They Mm -hmm. won, what, like six, seven? Or no, they went... Was it, was it like 15 undefeated in all competitions? When they did that, it was like, oh, this is awesome. But then you realize who they were going up against. And you're like, oh, well, that wasn't great competition. And some of them, they were barely edging them out. It's just Frank's not playing the players the way they should be played. Like, why are you putting Pulisic out on the right? He should be on the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Timo, play him through the center. That's what you got him for, right? He's not doing very good on the left. He's not doing great in the center either, but at least he'll like pick up the odd goal or two. Like he's not the same kind of player. Like he's not gonna hold up the ball. No. Like uh, like would or does. It you need to start playing to your player's strengths. And I don't think Frank realizes that. My question is, I don't know if you know the answer to it. I don't know if anyone knows 42. the answer to it. No, but does who picks the players out at Chelsea? Like, is because it's clear. Like at Liverpool, it, it seems like obvious that it's Klopp talking to Michael Edwards. Michael Edwards goes makes a, a deal, and he goes after a Klopp guy. It just seems like because like guys who come in just fit the Klopp style. So mm-hmm. at Chelsea, is it Abramovich? Is it someone just below Abramovich? Or is it Frank telling them, I want Timo Werner, go get Timo Werner? Or are they just saying, Timo Werner is the big shiny prize and Roman just wants him in the building? Then he says, Kai Havertz is the next big thing and I want him in the building. Or is Frank going, no, I need uh, Thiago Silva or I need something else? Like, who is the guy who picks out the players at Chelsea? Because right now, the way it looks, it looks like it's... Abramovich, and it's not Frank at this point because I don't like. I think it is Frank. Is it because and that there's the when you just said that that's the most egregious thing of it all to me. If it's Frank who's picking out these guys, clearly he is a bigger issue than what you're all thinking because it should. He just went and bought attack after attack after attack, and then he got Ben Chilwell, and it's like thank God you got a defender, and then he got mm-hmm. Thiago Silva free, and then it's like okay, good. You're worrying about the back line a little bit. But it's just like he bought all these shiny pieces and he has no fucking idea how to fit them all together. And oh. that's the problem. So it's, if it is Frank, he's doing it. He just wants the big shiny prize, but he had no idea how to fit all the, this thing together. Like a yeah. guy like Klopp has gotten his guys, but he knows exactly how to slot them in, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Frank I, has no idea yet. When I play FIFA with Chelsea, like I, I took over one of my careers as a manager at Chelsea. I had to convert Havertz to a right winger. Oof. Really? Yeah. It worked out, but, like, he's a good number 10. No, that's what I mean. Like, Like, that's where he should be playing. And I I honestly have no idea where half these guys are playing most of the time. Like, you look at, you know, the lineup comes out, you're like, okay, uh, maybe. But then they're just all over the fucking pitch. It's like they don't know what's going on. That's and it's not like it was back in the day with when you had Hazard and William and 
you had one on the left, one on the right, and they were just so fluid. They knew where everyone was at all times, and they could just go across the pitch and do whatever they wanted. It's not like that. It's fucking chaotic out there. Yeah. Like, and my thing with them is I feel like if you're going to run a 4-3-3 with Chelsea, if that's their, their I, I think their best lineup, and this is from an outsider's perspective, I don't really watch Chelsea as much, I think it would be Conte holding right in front of the back line. Two, the other two midfielders, any, I, I think it would Kai Havertz playing in the, just, just below the center forward who I would have as Timo Werner. And then I, you could either swap a Jorginho or what, what the hell is that guy? Kovacic. I'm my name. Kovacic in there. And then your wingers, I would say, would have to be Pulisic. And when he's healthy, Zayic. And I think that would be the best nope, Chelsea that's line. not going to work. And that's you know why? Yeah, because there are where's Mason Mount Pulisic and Zayich both right foot. What's that? Where's Mason Mount gonna play? And, when, <laughs> and that's the other thing, though. Like we do the force feeding of Mason Mount, and but like Mason Mount is like let's face it, Mason Mount is he's not good, a good winger. But he's yeah. not a good winger though. No, no, he's, not. he's a good midfielder, but mm-hmm. he's not better than Kovacic. He's not better than Kai Havertz, and he's not better than Conte. If you let Kai Havertz play in his position, he's gonna be dangerous he's going to be like a Coutinho for when Coutinho was on Liverpool he's going to play in that role I don't think he's going to be that dangerous I think he could be that dangerous but I also think he would add more of a defensive aspect to him than Coutinho did because Coutinho basically was a fucking revolving door defensively (laughs) 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 he was a turnstile he just works fast but it was just I think Kai Average would play more of a box-to-box role but I think he could play that creative role. I th- if you let him have freedom, I think he would find Pulisic, Zayic, Werner making a run. You like know what he, they should do? He could, if he just plays with freedom in front, like he, I feel like he doesn't know where he's fucking playing at this point. No. You should go back to the 4 uh, four two three one. I was going to say, that was going to be that would other be, thing. Is a 4 two, three, one, I thought would have been perfect. And then, But at that point, I would say... I would put Conte on the field, but I would put Jorginho next to him, though. And I think that would be my midfield, because I think Jorginho, Conte could make all the tackles in the world, but I think Jorginho mm-hmm. is the guy who's going to find that next level with the ball more than Conte was. Because Conte, he could score random goals and stuff, but I feel like he just doesn't make a pass sometimes. Like I feel yeah. like sometimes his passing is just poor. And I think Jorginho is a passer. And I think, mm-hmm. like he, like at that point, I think he would have to be the guy that's next to Conte, w- with like I say, uh, that would be a Pulisic, Kai, and then Zayic, and then with Timo up in front of them. That would be my. I think that lineup could be deadly for Chelsea. I think everyone agrees with that. At least everyone with a fucking brain, but which like, does not include Frank Lampard. Well, he uh, he which hurts. Really, he knows a lot more than us, but it's just like I yeah. where. Uh, <laughs> But it's just sometimes it's just like I feel like he runs out of an idea during the game too. Yeah. Like he gets a little Ugh. stubborn on himself, but it's just like we're saying this in a negative way right now, but if they go out and they thrash City at the weekend, holy, does the, the mood mm. in the room completely fucking change this? I don't think they will. I don't Based, either, based on current honest. form. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, based on current form, did anybody in the world think Arsenal were just going to do what they did to Chelsea? No. Exactly. So, like, any, especially this year, <laughs> anything can happen any fucking weekend at this point. Speaking of anything happening, United. Manchester United. What the fuck's going on with them? 
and that's what I'm saying. Like they, th- this is why I said I feel like the league could fall into a Manchester United end up winning the league mm-hmm. because they seem to get they they get a lot of lucky VAR calls and don't get me wrong like they get like soft penalties and whatnot but like that's whatever that's beyond it but they seem to have like that dumb luck right now and so and in this year especially it may not be the best yeah, who wins dumb. it it may it may just be the team that falls into the right spot at the right time united aren't bad obviously by any stretch of the imagination i think they're a very very good team i hate them but i think they're a good team but like this is the kind of year the way this is so tight the thing that may separate all these good teams because i think united are good i think city are good i think chelsea are still good tottenham are, are there liverpool are in this conversation but i think when you talk about those teams i think those are you say chelsea are in the conversation yes I, I put that. <laughs> it, it's just because I'm here. Okay, no, keep going. No, no, no. I that is that would be the that's where I would go with like the teams that I feel like could win this league right now. I don't know if I, I think uh, I don't think Aston Villa or Everton can win the league, but they could. You never know. Like if they're, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be this year, I guess. But I just yeah. think at some point they'll they get separated from the path a little bit, and I think it would be like those five that I mentioned. Well, I'm, Unless I'm honestly the same... surprised Everton kind of turned it back around. Well, yeah, yeah. won well, the last not... four. Well, they got they got a guy like Ancelotti in charge, and Ancelotti like they have one of the best managers in the league in charge of this team, and they have a lot of talent, so they're gonna yeah. stick. They're gonna stick around. Leicester, I think Leicester could stick around, but you never know. It's like you could have your friend Rogers out back again if they if they suffer. No, I'm done. I'm done with that. I, <laughs> but I had those. Five. I like the guy. Yeah, I know you do. How can you not like Brandon? I, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking box. Like, I, I don't thought I didn't like the guy because of Rogers out. No, 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 I like the guy. I just thought he was going to be the first one to be sacked. Yeah, and he can clearly <laughs> wrong, but it's alright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, like, if it's going to be, like, a, this year seems just like the year where, like, it's going to be maybe not the best, but it's going to be that team who has that that luck on their side a little bit. Because a lot of these games, like, you're going to get two, three, four games this year that are just going to be decided by dumb luck. And United just got one. So you mm-hmm. never know. Like, as if you get that, like, same thing, Liverpool and Newcastle today was the exact same game basically as Wolves and United, except they didn't Liverpool did not get that deflected goal on. Yeah. Which is they weren't Had clinical in front, they weren't clinical in front of the goal the same way United weren't clinical in front of the goal. But United got a deflected ball that went to the back of the net. And that's the difference of two points right there on a weekend. And that could be the difference of how who wins the league. That's why I feel I just have a weird feeling that this could be a United year. Could be, but like I we mean, said, this this is the most wild year of it all. Oh yeah, that you I never like know. This could be the year of Everton or Aston Villa. Who fucking knows at this yeah. point? <laughs> I mean, that Premier League is the most exciting and competitive league in the world. It's, it's just wild. Like when you break it down, like from yeah. you're looking from ninth to first, and we're 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 here. We're going to be going into the new year, and we're separated by seven points down to ninth place. Yeah. And it's just like th- th- this, if it's going to be, this is the year that every single team two in that top half 
is looking and saying, we could be a Champions League football team. And they have no reason not to think that at this point. I mean, even Sheffield United has a... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Sheffield United. Yeah. Like it. I no, we'll talk about that in a few weeks when we uh when we do our midseason breakdown. Yes. But maybe they'll have more than two points by then. I would hope so. For their sake. Yeah. <laughs> uh but you want to talk about some transfer rumors? Because I mean Jesse's not here. It's supposed to be transfer talk with Jesse. Yeah. But I actually have the uh, an interesting one like pulled up on my computer, but I could let you go with that. No, start off interesting. My most interesting one. Yes. I think it feels like it would be something that would maybe annoy you, but I don't know if it would annoy you or not. And it's just a weird rumor, too. Okay. Diego Costa going to Tottenham on free. I saw that, and I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. Think about him think... and Jose. They will not get along. But he played with Jose. They won the league together, didn't they, at Chelsea that one year? I think he was, was on Chelsea. I, I'm, I'm almost positive he was on Chelsea. There's such a at revolving least one door. Year. Yeah. I, I, think I don't they, think it was him. I think it was, uh, I think it was Conte. Because he sent, he sent him a text saying that he didn't need him anymore. Yeah, but I thought that was... I thought Jose brought Diego Costa into Chelsea and then he, basically Conte inherited him. That's why Conte didn't want him anymore. I could have sworn the year they won the league was when Jose was when Costa was up there. But I digress. (laughs) I will leave it to you. I'll go to another rumor if you want. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to. And this one would pain me because this is a guy I would love right now. David Alaba, apparently rumored for Manchester City because he's out of contract with Byron in the summer. And I think a lot of teams are thinking that they could squeeze him out in January for a minimum fee. But well, um, Chelsea's also in the market for him. See, I think if, if he went to Chelsea, I would be a little bit happier because at least like, it, it would make you happy. I don't want him to end up at City, but I would love him at Liverpool right now. I think he would come in and be able to slide in at center back for a moment and maybe even push out wide to let fucking Robbo get a couple of breaks because Samikas doesn't seem to be healthy ever. <laughs> okay, but, well, uh, real quick, back to... Would Diego and Jose, yes. you were right. Ah! Jose did bring him in. I told you. I told you. I could have. They, that was the year he had a great year with them, didn't he? I mean, Having all of his years at it. Chelsea were great. Well, no, no. He, he scored. Man. He scored uh, <laughs> fifty-two goals in his time at Chelsea. That's what I mean. Like I think over uh, three years, it would be interesting just for the fact that Harry Kane would be able to get a breath every now and again, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, and, and Costa is such a pit bull asshole that like, it would just be, <laughs> I just, I don't think it would work. I don't know if it would work, but like who, for free, what the fuck? Who cares? Six months. And if he stinks for six months, he just goodbye. Yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a clause in his release. I heard where he's not allowed to sign for any, um, Champions League squads or anyone in La Liga. I think that's what it was. Or nice. like their direct competitors in La Liga. But he, he wanted to be released for like family issues or something. Nah, I don't know what the hell it was. I don't know if he was just more upset because Suarez basically was ahead of him on the pecking order. 
maybe. You know where, like, honestly, I don't know if he's going to be rumored there or anything. I don't know. I haven't looked much into Diego Costa rumors. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a, well, team that could, a team that badly could use him is who I just watched against United. Diego Costa at Wolves right now. Like, would you imagine, like, Diego Costa... At least, because God knows if I know, I saw Jimenez. He's Brazilian, though. He's not going to fit in. They're Portuguese. I, I know. Well, he's technically <laughs> he's Spanish. Technically. No, he plays well, he for the plays Spanish for team. He's a, Brazil, he's a Brazilian, Brazilian, Brazilian that plays for Spain. <laughs> he only has twenty-four uh, caps for Spain, though. I know. Well, but uh, I'm he saying, doesn't really get selected. I'm saying he represents Spain right now, but <laughs> but point being. If like, would you not think that he? Well, he would be replacing a Mexican. So, <laughs> for right now, Jimenez is going to eventually get back into their squad. But like, don't you think Costa would be like a nice little option for them, especially on the free? Like, he's they're Maybe. not a Champions League team. They're not a La Liga. It would go against all the clauses. And like, this is a guy who's played in the Premier League. Like, would he not add something to them? I, I think it would be everything. like a, a decent option because they are in desperate need of goals too. Mm-hmm. You watch them, they play so well all over the field, but without Amenez, they're just like, there's no goals. That's true. Well, we'll keep an eye on Diego Costa to see where he ends up. If anywhere, maybe he'll just end up back on the beach in Brazil. Right in it. Yeah, maybe. Fucking Palmeiro at one point. So a lot of the... Do you have anything else you want to... Throw out there because I'm just gonna run through a whole bunch. What was that? Uh, rumors? Or... Yeah. Um. What did I say? I saw something with Marcus Alonso apparently leaving Chelsea, but I'll let you go into your rumors if you like. Uh, I'm just gonna run through these. Stop me if you want to stop me. Mm-hmm. Uh. Jetro Williams possibly joining Newcastle. You hear about that? Interesting. I remember he was a big name back in the day, so yeah, could be a, a good option for them. Marcus Edwards might be going to West Ham. Does nothing for me. All right. <laughs> uh, Jordan might be leaving Sevilla for Arsenal. I got a bunch of Arsenal and a lot of Manchester United rumors here. Wait, who? Who did you just say? I couldn't hear you. Joe and Jordan. Oh, I never. He's a center mid. Yeah, no, I, I just couldn't. I, I didn't hear what you said. It like broke okay. up on my end for some reason. Interesting one. Uh, here's an interesting one that you might have heard. Puig mm-hmm. from Barcelona to Leeds. I did hear that one. I thought it was. Um, I thought Arsenal were also in, involved in that one too. They also, I thought they were another team that was interested in him. Well, Arsenal and Barcelona, there's talk of Bellerin going to Barcelona. And then... Uh, and Puig? Puig going the other way? Maybe. I mean, I, these are just rumors at this point. We'll, we'll know more in like two days when people yeah. start flying. Well, yeah. and um, Also, Lamptey. Arsenal are looking at Lamptey. As a possible replacement. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one. Another interesting one. All right. Marcus Rojo might be joining Newcastle. Would make sense to me. Where, is he, where is he at now, at, at Marcus Rojo? Is he still on United's books? or? Yeah, he is. All right. Yeah, it would I mean, make his, sense. His contract's up at the end of the season. 
yeah, his United career has been dead and buried for a long time now. So yes, that would make sense for the player and the club if they could get some wages. If they just even if they could just get his wages off the book at this point. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go through a whole bunch of United stuff because that, that's what I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pogba might be going back to Juve. Not happening. I, I, don't I don't think it's believe, happening either. I don't believe that will ever happen this year. Maybe in the summer. Not happening in January. No, I think he's playing a little bit better, getting a little happier. Yeah. But he's kind of like a light switch there. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, in the summer, maybe, depending on what happens with them. But I cannot see them selling him now, and they'd be dumb to right now. If they're going to sell mm-hmm. him, sell him in the summer. Don't do it now. Don't fuck it up. Especially with the, like, this year of all years, you know? Don't, yeah. don't mess it up. Don't get a word of a talent like that. Uh, back to Rohog. I missed this one. Uh, rumors he might be going to Sheffield as well. Phil Jones. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> Please, Newcastle. That's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Phil Jones to West Brom. Phil Jesse Jones. would be so upset. Yeah, Jesse would be devastated. And uh, so would so would West Brom. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Williams, young Brandon Williams, might be going to Southampton from Man U. I would assume that would be a loan, though, right? I don't know. Would be a good move, though, for the player, if it, especially if it's just a loan. I would assume it's just a loan, but if United had given I mean, up on him, they did bring on expensive replacements already. So. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, shit. Oh, no. Excuse me. <laughs> and uh last one that I'm seeing for United right now is James going to Everton. James going to Who the hell are you talking about? Daniel James from United. Oh, really? I never yeah. knew that. I don't think that will happen either unless it's like um, a, that would be a loan, but like I can't Again, see just just rumors. Yeah, yeah, I can't see that happening either. <laughs> right, that, that's the United garbage out of the way. Let's see, what else do we have here? Got enough, I got an interesting rumor. Deli Alley? Uh, well, Deli Alley's. I think he's gone from Tottenham. Uh, to PSG. I think he's going to be the biggest departure. Yeah, I could see PSG just being the team that will scoop him up, especially with Poach going there. Yeah. Are you talking yeah, about I, Darwin it, Nunes joining Man City? No, no, no. no. I was, uh, no? Oh, but yeah. yeah, I could see... Ali to PSG on a, an initial loan, but that will end up being a deal at some point, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, my one that I saw that really was interested. No, Arigi, yeah. Arigi, Arigi to Wolves? I think he's gone no matter what. Well, he could go there. They were saying it could go to a swap deal with uh, Schalke for Kazan, or I forget if I'm saying the name wrong, the center back. But um, my biggest, the one that I saw that would be very interesting to me was Isco to Arsenal. I think that would be something. Apparently, Too Sevilla bad. are in for him too. But apparently, like now they're saying Isco to Arsenal, and I think that would be really interesting. What about Ericsson? Wasn't there talks of Ericsson going to Arsenal? Ericsson, I feel like he's getting rumored to be departing all the time because uh, you know what? If you just look at Inter Milan, like they they completely underwhelming this year. Oh yeah. Out of champion, out of Europe altogether, uh-huh. not near, not at the top of Syria, and the money that they spent 
I think that, the, and especially with no fans in the stands and no money coming in like that way, I think that they may have to start selling off something or somebody. And a guy like Erickson may get, get them a little bit of cash. What about, that would be uh, an interesting one, though. He should, he, if, if for his sake he should leave, but like, has he just killed his career with the two years and then tomorrow, one and a half years or so? He might have. All right, I'm going to throw mm-hmm. out some big names here. Go for it. Declan Rice. I'm going to start small and work my way up. I don't think Declan Rice will move in the in January. In January now, but it could be that that could be a possibility if someone poaches a a big amount of money. But that game against Chelsea, he he was completely like obsolete. So it, that was the type of day that like if Chelsea were going to be the team that'll spend big money on him, I feel like Roman watching that game and watching Declan Rice on the field will never open up a checkbook for Declan Rice after watching the performance he put in. Wasn't he part of Chelsea's academy? Like, that's why he was best friends with Mason Mount? Yeah, I believe so, but it's just, I mean, Roman doesn't have eyes for academy. He had eyes for what was going on the field in front of him that day. And, like, if, if Frank is trying to get Declan Rice here and... What Roman saw that day at Stanford Bridge, it's not going to be something that'll make him open up his checkbook in January. No. You know, he's gonna. That, that's that's one that'll have to wait till summer, unless someone else decides to spend big. But I don't think that's going to be a Chelsea move this January. I don't think so either. Spending what three hundred million over yeah. the past transfer window. Um, what about Holland? I don't think he's going anywhere in January. <laughs> Got stuttering in January, but yeah. I mean, if he's smart, he'd probably stay where he's at in Dortmund because he's getting the minutes at mm-hmm. least through the end of the season, and maybe take things at the end of the season and see where they're going. But what are your thoughts? I, I it's just in this type of year, I don't think a team is going to be willing to spend huge money like that in January. I'd be surprised. Because it's going to take a hell of a lot of money to get him out of Dortmund in January. Oh, hell, yeah. it's going to take a hell of a lot of money to get him out in uh, in the summer. But <laughs> um, I do think that he is priming for a move. I think a club. I I honestly think the perfect fit for him is going to be United. Because I think I he's just a far far better player than anything they got up top right now. Yep. Maybe Cavani. Maybe five years ago, you could have had a different conversation. But it's just if you put Holland in that United team right now, like I, my God. But then again, that could be the thing, though, that could draw the price up and that could draw him out of there. Is if Manchester United's owners are looking at thinking like we could win the fucking league this year, and a guy like Holland could get us over the finish line. You never know what they may be willing to spend, but it's going to take a lot of money. But I just I, I don't feel like it'll be in January. I think that'll happen in the summertime. Well, they didn't want to spend the money on uh, Jaden Sancho, which actually turned out to be smart because what Dortmund want, $120 million? And sure. right now they'd be lucky to get 80 But my with his current form. Here's the other thing, though. Like, could you imagine what they're going to demand for Holland right now? Oh, 200 Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, but, like, are, it's going to take a team that, like, like I said, I say United because they usually, with big money that could be like see the fool's gold and whatever and just be like if this guy could give us the Premier League this year 
I think a move like that would be more like a summer move, like I said, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think money like that is going to get spent around in January. There'll be money spent in January, but I don't think you'll see a guy like him go yet. Not yet. All right, I got two more. <clears throat> sure. Mesut Ozil. Not moving, but just coming back. I don't know. Like I, th- <laughs> I feel like they need Mark- him. I they they desperately should play him. There should be I don't understand why, especially if they don't bring in anybody. He's like what two hundred thirty thousand pounds a week. That's his that's salary? my point. Like if <laughs> I, sitting, I feel like not even if, sit in the bench. If He's Arsenal could practicing. at least just loan him though, like that would be their biggest thing is just get him off the wage bill so they could bring in somebody else. But it's either like I just don't understand not playing him at all. It makes no sense to me. Well, but I could see to like cover so much of his weight. They'd probably end up covering eighty percent of his wages still. And that's but they, but you're covering a hundred percent right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> like if you could get anything off the books and you could get someone else in, like I feel like that would be a plus for them. And like I could see him going to like a Syria and being on a team like in, in Syria and just wreaking havoc with the with the space and that and you know what I mean like the. People aren't always on top of you. It's a very defensive-minded league, but he's the guy who could unlock a, a defense. So I think yeah. he going there like would be perfect for him. Or even going back to La Liga. But like he needs to get the hell out of Arsenal. It could happen. And it could happen this January. I think that he could be a name that would move out this January as long as someone would be, willing, like you said, willing to pay a little bit more than what they should for his wages. Yep, and last one I have. We're not going to spend too much time talking about it because nothing's going to happen in January. Messi, where do you think he's going to end up? No, not going to. If he does leave, it just seems so obvious that City is going to be the option, but it's just at the same time you look at City and look where does he slot into City. It's just weird, but like I Mm -hmm. feel it like that going to be there or unless PSG just decides to spend some ludicrous amount of money on his wages. Oh, they those, are, those are the Mbappe. only two places aside from Barcelona where I could see him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's all I have for now. We'll have more mm-hmm. coming up throughout the month of January. Before we head out, because it is almost that time, let's just preview Match Day 17 real quick. Everton hosts West Ham. Man United hosts Villa. Tottenham leads. Alice, Sheffield United, the real United. <laughs> Should I take that title and give it to Leeds now? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they may deserve it. <laughs> uh, Brighton and Wolves, West Brom, Arsenal, Burnley, Fulham, Newcastle, Leicester, Chelsea, Man City, and then Southampton, Liverpool. Clearly From... the, the marquee matchup, Chelsea City. These names going at it. But like the whole weekend has fixtures that are, are going to entertain you. Villa United on Friday is going to be... Very entertaining, right? Um, I would I'll say probably sleep through all these matches. I, yeah, more, you I'm working this likely, weekend. Yeah. But Tottenham Leeds is going to be a good game because it's just like what Leeds will show up the one that could bang five goals past you or the one that could give up 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what Leeds is going to be there for that day. And then you got Liverpool Southampton is going to be a, a very interesting game too because Southampton are playing good football. Will their coach be back on the, the sidelines too? Because he had that close contact. God knows what could happen there. 
But clearly, like the the matchup of the whole weekend of this match day is Palace, Chelsea Sheffield City United. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, Chelsea City. Second place. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going yeah. to say yeah. I was going to say Brighton Wolves, but you cut me off with the other one, and I completely forgot about Burnley Fulham, which also gets my yep. my juices flowing. <laughs> but uh, Chelsea City, clearly, like the the match of the weekend. Everything else besides that is just going to be running the second place and intrigue. But oh, yeah. yeah, should be another interesting match they had. Wild year, wild match days. <laughs> Can't wait to sleep through all these matches. I hope you at least stay get up for Chelsea City. Uh, probably not. I might catch the tail end of it because I'm working midnights right now. Yeah, so I get I home at about like six in the morning. You could sleep for a five-hour, five-hour power nap and then get up for the game. Yeah, but then I have work again Sunday night. Yeah, so what? You take a nap after the game. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm not going to waste our listeners' time. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done enough of that. We've done. We've done a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> so you got anything else before we wrap this up? No, I think I covered a lot of bases today. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm not sad Jesse wasn't here today because he probably would have been rubbing United in our faces. Uh, I think I actually defended United more than what I should be. And it's pissing me off that I have. <laughs> well, you're not really defending them. You're just saying they, they're getting lucky and getting bar calls. Yeah, they are. But, getting, but like I said, I'd rather I be lucky than good. Well, at this point, in this year of all years, like, it may, like I said, it may be that lucky team that gets it. You never know. Yep. Well, we'll find out in uh, in a few weeks. Yes. Well, it'll feel like a few weeks. But until next week, say goodbye, Anthony. Goodbye, Anthony. Say goodbye, Jesse. Oh, wait. You're AWOL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Love you. Yeah, fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> and I'm Ken. Good matches. We'll see you next week. <laughs>